We have been given a gift, and it's called the Threefold Flame. It's a gift from some beautiful sentient beings who have come forward to be able to share with humanity the wisdom and the guidance in being able to use this flame for the highest and the best of all. For it is our expansion into life experience itself, and it's our expansion into our purpose and fulfilling the reasons why we're here. And these beings have come forward to share with us exactly what the threefold flame is and what each layer represents. This is an amazing episode that I am truly grateful to have done with these sentient beings who you will find out very shortly. So please join me. Let's dive right in and let's learn more about how this threefold flame will help you. Hi everybody, it's Mary Beth Haynes and I'm the gal who speaks with animals and the host of the Awaken with Animals podcast. Awaken with Animals is a collection of inspiring channelings from the animals themselves and messages of guidance from them, those that we call our friends. They delve into the heart of the mind, body, spirit, and soul. And along with friends, some old, some new, I'll be having impactful conversations with other like-minded people who share a variety of profound experiences that animals and other sentient beings have brought to their lives. Anything from the journey of healing to the celebrations of life, there's an animal who has a story to tell, a lesson to teach us, and a gift to provide to us all. This podcast promises to bring you uplifting inspiration and divine loving guidance. I'll be calling upon the collective animal energy, animal spirit, and the beings of light to match and join our vibration. I will channel messages of love and hope, as well as help you with your own connection to the animals in your life, in nature, and more. We'll explore all of this with our heart's authenticity and our soul's growth in a space of divine wisdom and love always. So be prepared to be amazed at just how profoundly deep an animal's message can be, why they are here to assist humanity, and to learn just how many blessings they have to share with you. It is my heart's intention that as we awaken with animals, we will activate a deeper and meaningful life. Hello friends, it's Mary Beth Haynes and I am the gal who speaks with animals. So happy to be here with you once again on the Awaken with Animals podcast, an invitation for you to activate a deeper and meaningful life. You know, it's so interesting because once I got the energetic nudge that it's time for another episode, I sat in meditation. And as I sat in meditation, I like to call it, you know, stillness or that quiet space, right? Because when I hear the word meditation, for some reason, it brings me to what a Zen monk would do or to somebody who is very, very, very versed in being able to meditate. And it, for some reason, this human brain that I, you know, kind of go into that analytical mode and I start to think, no, meditation is hard. Do you ever feel that way? You know, how can I get my mind quiet, right? And so I get all that mental chatter. So I do call it meditation a lot, but I also like to think of it as stillness time. I also like to think of it as time of presence, time of being still, having that quiet space. 
And when I was in that space earlier today, I was getting the nudge and I was getting a crystal calling out to me. And it's so cool because before I would always ask, right? I would always ask before an episode for a crystal or a stone to join us. And now they're they're letting me know. They're just, they're, I don't even have to ask anymore, right? Because it's energetically requested anyway. And all of a sudden, boom, there's this stone, this crystal that says, guess what? It's my turn now. I have something that I'd like to share. And so as I was sitting in that quiet space, I was greeted by this wonderful stone, which I will share with you in just a moment. And I was also greeted by a wonderful feathered being called Bird bird. I have an actual ceramic bird here. Very, very tiny one. It's a a beautiful orange and white bird. And this bird really caught my attention. So the energy of what bird provides to us, that's what caught my attention for today. And this particular bird said, I am the bird of balance. And so it'd be kind of interesting to find out today what bird has to share with us with regards to balance, because this particular bird's vibration and frequency that is inviting us to join today is all about the bird of balance's gifts and wisdom to embark upon us. So bird, I'd like to thank you for being here. And the stone or the crystal that has represented itself for us today is a stone of self-discovery, a stone to help us with our life purpose. It's a stone that helps us with the blockages that we have. Sometimes we feel like we need to kind of shake off that negative energy or shake off that energy that doesn't serve any longer. This helps transmute this. It helps us cut cords and connections. It uh, stimulates all our chakra centers, all of our energy centers, and so much more. What am I talking about? I'm talking about black kyanite. Now, this black kyanite here is actually what's called a black kyanite fan. And what it looks like to me, actually, so, so I can see why they call it a black kyanite fan, because it fans out. The thing is, though, is that when I look at it, it looks like a feather. And you know what? It's pretty interesting because guess who has joined us? The bird of balance. And how ironic that this black kyanite looks like a fanned out feather, right? So it's, um, well, let's see, it's probably about three, three inches long, maybe, maybe just shy of three inches long. It's quite heavy for the size of the stone and it really starts out how a feather would go down and there would be all the feather parts but then there's the the actual, uh, I call it the spine of the feather and how it goes down into that thin, thin part that attaches to the bird, right? So the black kyanite here has that thin part at the bottom and then as it moves up it fans and feathers out and you can see all the grooves and all of the lines feathered right? It, it literally is feathered through in the shape of a feather, but it's also feathered within the stone itself. So it's so cool how this has presented itself, the bird of balance in black kyanite. So let's just talk a little bit more about black kyanite. It's a, a tool, as we talked about, for self-discovery and, you know, helping to ask the right questions when we're diving deep within to understand what it is that we are interested in, what our desires are, where we want to go in our life with our, our life experiences and our purpose, right? 
working with this stone can help us actually reveal those talents that we have hidden within those talents that you know have been kind of hiding in the background and just waiting for the right time to come forward it's uh let's see it helps clear the way towards where our path is meant to be right where our purpose is it's an amazing stone for spiritual work it's a stone that can help us with clarity and it helps bring that clear thinking to our mind, you know, that awareness part. And it's a great conduit or vehicle to help reach high levels of consciousness and help us receive divine messages. And when we look at Black Kainite and when you tap into the energetic frequency that it's providing for you right now, it also works as an energetic shield. It helps to transmute any negative energy and it helps to transmute that energy into something positive. So it's an amazing stone for anybody, whether you are just wanting it for personal use, whether you work in healing energies and you want to bring that into your practice of healing energies, the shamanic works, all of that. It's just wonderful for anybody who vibrates or resonates with its energy. If we were to look at some of the other things about Black Kainit, when I tap into its energy, it's something that, well, let me see here. I'm just, I feel very protected, right? When I look at this stone, I feel very protected. And you know what's really cool? We have an aura around us or energy around us. And sometimes it's kind of like when we drive our car and we drive our car through the mud and the snow and the rain and then the dry days without ever getting it washed, right? So if we did that and we never ever washed our cars, our cars would get pretty dirty. And then when we would have to finally clean our car, maybe the windows got so dirty, we can't, you know, the windshield wipers aren't doing good enough getting that windshield clean, right? So we have to really scrub and get that dirt off of the car, especially if we've never, ever, ever washed it, right? So I use this analogy. So instead of the car, I'm talking about our bodies, our energetic fields, right? It's like walking around with never cleansing that energetic field. We cleanse our bodies, we have baths, we have showers, right? We brush our teeth, we wash our hair. You know, we work on keeping that clean. We work on cleansing that, those areas of our bodies. But what we often forget is what about the outer layers, the layers that aren't visible to the regular physical eye, right? The energetic body that is outside of our physical body. If we don't take care of that, it can become pretty dirty, right? We can pick up things along the way. There could be energy that could be stuck to it. There could be blockages there. There could be so many things, just like driving around without washing the car, just like not having a bath or a shower or brushing your teeth or brushing your hair ever, right? So it's a really good idea to remember that as you do that hygiene care daily or whenever it is that you do it, it's remembering to also do it to your energetic body as well. And now bringing this all back to black kyanite, black kyanite is fantastic for using it to fan or maybe even think of it as a broom because remember I talked about it's like a feathered, a feathered feather, <laughs> looks like a feathered feather. 
But take that and have it fan out into a broom and take that and actually broom or brush away around your energy field and let black kyanite do that work for you to remove those pieces that are stagnant, to remove those pieces that aren't in your highest good, energy that might feel negative, energy that feels like it's all sticky bits and pieces. Do the cleaning and the cleansing of your outer energy body as well and black kyanite is a fantastic one to do that. So as I'm talking right now, I'm actually being guided to use it as a broom and I'm actually just doing movements in the air with this black kyanite to be able to share with you, should you wish, to tune into its vibration. If you're looking at some parts of your energetic body, that energy that is surrounding your physical body and working on the parts that need that clearing, you know, remembering to just like washing your car or washing your body or brushing your teeth doing it to your energetic body as well. All right, so the bird of balance is coming back in. Bird of balance. So the bird of balance is here to symbolize that that cleansing and that clearing. When we talk about balance, we often think about the scales, right? And we often think about the scales needing to be even on both sides. But the bird of balance is here to share with us that it actually does not need to be even on both sides to be balanced. Sometimes one side may be up where the other side is down and the other times the other side is up with the other side down. Does that make any sense? Let me try that again. Uh, What bird is showing me is that let's say the right side is up where the left side is down, meaning the left side would be the heavier side, right? Or in reverse where the right side is down and the left side is up, having the right side being the heavier side of the scale. Bird is saying that balance does not mean everything needs to be equal. Balance means that it's balanced for that particular purpose or experience or what is needing to be learned or developed or grown upon, etc. What Bird is sharing is that a reminder for us to know that the Bird of Balance is here to support you with Black Kyanite in being able to find what your balance is, what your balance in life, what your balance in your purpose, what your balance in all of your adventures, all of our adventures. Bird is here to help us find what is balanced for us. So what is balanced for me probably is going to be very different from what is balanced for you. Why, you might ask? Because the bird of balance shares that we are all one, we are all one, yet we are all here moving on our unique paths. And so as one, when we continue forward, we will all find our balances within the balance. Hmm, Bird, can you share a little bit more about that, Bird of Balance? So Bird of Balance is saying, okay, so equal balance would mean both sides of the scale are equal. But all of us that are moving along this path have our own experiences of what will be balanced for us. And so the bird of balance is helping all of us find where we sit on that scale, where the balance fits for us. And the bird of balance is here to support us with this. So I thank bird of balance. And I invite you to give that some thought. I'm actually being given 
the invitation. So whenever I'm shown this envelope, right, it actually looks like an envelope or an invitation when you're invited to a party or invited to a wedding or some sort of celebration, right? I see that in my mind's eyes. So it's like we're being given an invitation to ask, what does balance mean to you? What would balance look like in your life? Remembering that balance does not mean it has to be equal on both sides. I think there's a lot more to this. It feels like there's a lot more to this. But it also feels like there's something more that's coming down the pipe as we continue moving forward during this time together right now. Just tapping into the bird of balance, asking if there's anything more, and I'm getting no. I'm getting that the message has been fulfilled. So I am going to place the bird of balance beside this beautiful feathered black kyanite stone and place that here in front of me as we continue forward. And I invite you to connect with the bird of balance and the black kyanite's frequency and loving energy and to receive it in the way that is in the highest and the best for you in a space of love in connection with the highest love, the highest light. All right. I want to share with you a story. Before I hit record, I actually, again, sat in that meditative stillness or that space of presence, and I heard the words, tell our story. Please tell our story. There's more to this story. And so I'm like, okay, all right. So I'd like to share with you a story of something that's so amazing that has happened not long ago. This story is about some beetles. And to tell you their story, <laughs> I have to back up a little bit more. So last year, there was two beautiful baby bearded dragons that were needing some help. And I truly feel like even though it appeared that they needed some help, they really came into my family's life for a reason, as we always connect for a reason, right? With whoever it is that we are with in our families. And these two little babies came to me around two weeks of each other. And I actually was able to bring them home and really start learning a lot more about bearded dragons because I do have Darwin. Now, Darwin is my beautiful soul friend in the form of a bearded dragon. He's about eight years old. And uh, we've been together for a couple years now. And you know, I never knew him as a baby or as a juvenile. I've always known him as an adult. So having these babies come into my life in this way has been such a blessing. It's funny that I use the word blessing because guess who's one of the names of these baby bearded dragons are? Blessing. So blessing is the one and Brigger is the other. Now, bearded dragons need protein and they need dark leafy greens and they can have things like squash and a whole bunch of different types of vegetables and they can have little bits of fruit every once in a while and things like that but the main source of their protein usually comes from things like crickets beautiful crickets mealworms superworms there's many different species of worms that they also have as part of their diet as well and it's so interesting how when I go to the place where I uh, get their food, there's uh, wonderful people at the store there. And I've learned a lot about the species of worms as well from them. And it's so interesting because, and I'll just tell you this really quickly. When Blessing came into my life, Blessing had a, a decision to make whether he wanted to live or not because he was giving up on life at that time. And it was really touch and go. And as we connected, he hadn't eaten and he was so tiny and frail. 
that I actually had a conversation with the crickets and I said to them, thank you for being a food source here. Thank you for being here to give up your life so that in hopes that this baby bearded dragon named Blessing will eat and gain his strength. And I asked them if they would help him. If they would help him see that they are there to provide food and sustenance to him. And that it would be his decision what to do from there. And do you know what those crickets did? They actually went right in front of him. It was so interesting how they made themselves known. They actually, it would be like me standing in your face going, Hello, hello, I'm here. These wonderful sentient beings called crickets went and, and helped Blessing catch them. Helped Blessing get sustenance. It was maybe this will be a story for another time to be able to get deeper in, but it was so amazing how they gave up their lives so that he could eat. And as he ate, he became stronger and stronger and he chose to live. And I thank those crickets from that, but I digress. Did you know that our thinking is what keeps us stuck in grief? Society has taught us to keep our emotions inside. And if we don't receive the permission and the environment for release, these same emotions, they can become toxic within us. And did you know that the typical time period for healing is anywhere from about five to eight years? Maybe even sometimes longer. There are over 50 million people suffering from grief or heartbreak. And if you're one of these people, I'd like you to know that you're not alone. You are very welcome to join a free program that I'm offering, and it's called Journey to Healing. It's a five-week online program, and it is free for you. You will receive a free digital copy of the Power of Pets 7 Effective Tools for Healing book, as well as emails and communications from me directly in your inbox with information and tools to empower you in making positive changes as you process the loss you are experiencing. If you would like to get more information on this and to sign up to receive this for free, simply go to thegalspeaks.com, go under the free gifts tab and click on pet loss support. All right, so we're talking about food sources for the wonderful bearded dragons. So mealworms are one of the food sources that they eat. Now a mealworm, if it goes through its full life cycle, it goes through the larva stage and then it turns into the mealworm and then it pupates. And then once it pupates, it does a metamorphosis and it transforms into a beetle. So what happened was some of the mealworms must have gotten out of their dish because almost like clockwork, every, I don't know, maybe five days, four days, maybe sometimes every three days, whenever I would go in to clean Brigger's terrarium, I would move Brigger's water bowl and underneath would be a darkling beetle. I thought, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Then three, four, five days later, another one. Three, four, five days later, another one up until six darkling beetles were in Brigger's terrarium. I'm like, what are these beetles? Where are they coming from? I'm like, where did these worms hide? Like, I, I just couldn't understand it because I never came across these worms in the cleaning. I never, it, it was just like this, it blew my mind. So anyways, I connected with the beetles and I thought, okay, well, it's really cold out there. And if I let them go, they're going to die, right? It's not beetle weather. 
And so I actually set up little homes for them. So female beetles can get along quite well together. Male beetles will fight. Male and female beetles will mate. So I had to kind of find out a little bit more about what to do. So I actually set up these homes for them in a base of oatmeal. I put in pieces of melaleuca wood. And I put in things like potato and some dried vegetables. And then I actually put in some pieces of lettuce. And then I have these tiny, tiny little containers where I put a little bit of water in so that they have access to water. They get a lot of water from the food that they eat, but I wanted to put that in and they do drink out of it. So it's, it's so interesting. And so anyways, it's a long story, but I am getting here somewhere, guys. So what happened was these beetles came into my life, our lives, for a reason. I very quickly found out who the females were because they were like a little community. They all worked together. They all made their little tunnels and they all, you know, made these little potato huts. And it was so cool the way that they made their home. I found out that if I put a male in, the male would automatically go over and try to mate with the female. And to double check, I put the male with another male and they would immediately go to fight. So I would separate them. So it turns out that there are four females and two males out of these six darkling beetles that pupated in Brigger's terrarium, in Brigger's tank. And so what happens, this is where they want me to tell their story. <laughs> so what happened was we call them, they are beetles, so we call them the Beattle Attleby family. And what happened was they came to me one night. So there is uh, two beautiful ladies in the community where I live. Their names are Alicia Lucas Hall and Eva Lucas, and they have what's called crystalline ascension. And there's a lot of beautiful things that they provide, and they have a membership site, and there is a group on Facebook with wonderful offerings that they have. And one of the things that they have in their, their membership portal is some meditations and light language and things that can help open us up even more to the vibration of energies and etc. And so I highly encourage you to, to look them up if you haven't. I feel like I'm at home when I do the different types of meditations and exercises that they provide especially the light language ones. And through the light language, I felt like I was able to tap into a light language within me. And this light language, all of a sudden, I could hear the Beatles message really, really strongly. And they shared with me something. They said, we are the keepers of the threefold flame. And as soon as I heard that, heard that I knew I had to go grab my notebook and start writing. So I'd like to read to you what they shared with me as they've asked me to share their story. They have said that they are the keepers of the threefold flame. Now, the one male has said his name is Joseph. This is what Joseph has to share. I am the first layer of the threefold flame. I represent the stable foundation of which growth transpires. In order for a seed to grow, it must first be planted watered, and nurtured. The seed represents the human's evolution, expansion of soul journey, and growth of significant measure. And I bring forward strength, and in solidarity, I hold this space. It is an honor to do so. My purpose is to initiate the threefold flame with its first layer, 
setting the foundation in loving strength and assistance to build the loving arch to the next level and beyond. The foundation is set. Nurture, plant, and water your seed. Now is the time. Okay, so, and then there's four ladies. The ladies' names are Fiona, Emily, Gladys, and Adelaide. Pretty cool names, eh? The ladies have said, we are the inner flame, the second, or the middle layer of the threefold flame. We keep the space organized and full of loving vitality. For this is the space of unity, where chaos is transformed into clarity and focused divine love. This is the space where all is and all shall be. This is the divine love. This space is the balanced, equal partnership between heaven and earth. And then the second male is named Walter. And Walter represents the third layer of the threefold flame. So when we look at the threefold flame, we have a flame, the first layer, then outside that layer is a second flame, and then outside that layer is the final flame. So it's a threefold flame. Joseph being the first layer, the four ladies being the second layer, and then Walter being the third. And Walter said, I am the final layer of the threefold flame, the keeper of the light, the brightly burning flame, the power and the wisdom this layer provides. From here, the soul is expanded outwards from the three layers and ascends to beyond the levels of this flame. My layer, the outer and third layer, creates the portal to allow for the next phase of your journey. For you are here to experience life in a physical form. Allow this third layer to catapult your journey in a freeing manner. Release the parts of life that hold you back. With the threefold flame, you are protected, loved, and guided. This third and outer layer blankets the middle layer with the first layer. A loving, powerful energy to surround your earth journey. Trust and it shall be so. For the threefold flame burns brightly. There is much symbolism here. What symbolism you receive is unique and specific to you. And once he was finished, everybody, all six beetles' voices came in together in unison, and they say, we invite you to draw your threefold flame. Feel the resonance. Own the movement. Become the flame. I'm going to repeat that again. We invite you to draw your threefold flame. Feel the resonance. Own the movement. Become the flame. And so what I did was I drew what the threefold flame looked like to me in my mind's eye. And I remember just before I started sharing this about the Beatles, they said that we have more to share. So I'm just tapping in with them right now to ask them to come forward in sharing what this means. We are the keepers of the threefold flame. We come to you in the form of the darkling beetle. We come to you in this form because as an insect, it is known that we are quiet on the surface in the work that we do. Yet, underneath it all, we may be or look 
like quiet beings. But the work that we do is powerful, for we are part of the ecosystem and we are part of the Earth's core. The work that we do assists the many beings that are on planet Earth, but we also have come here as Fiona, Emily, Adelaide, Gladys, Walter, and Joseph for a purpose. The threefold flame symbolizes and signifies the journey of humans' evolution. The journey that you are taking as humans on this earth, expanding, and as you expand and as you share this energy with each other, you too are growing and have a purpose under heaven and earth. There truly can be heaven and earth in your realm. There truly can be heaven and earth in your life experiences. There truly can be heaven and earth coexisting together. And as the keepers of the threefold flame, we bring to you each layer, one, two, and three. And we share each layer with you in balance, in the balance of where humanity is now in balance of where humanity is moving towards, and in balance for where humanity will be, past, present, and future. The balances will shift, and the balances will change, but what will remain the same is our work as keepers of each layer of the flame that has been lit for you for you to experience life, for you to experience the journey, for you to have the love and all that embraces what you have come here to achieve in this lifetime. And as we connect to you, we offer the symbol of the flame and we offer the expansion into three layers. We take the flame and we expand it threefold. And as you work with the bird of balance, and as you work with the black kyanite frequency and energy, we, the darkling beetles, keepers of the threefold flame, offer to you a gift of guidance and a gift of love. For when we share each layer with you, you are connected. You are connected as one. You will move forward. You will expand you will continue to grow and evolve. And we are so excited to be a part of your journey. For we are the Darkling Beetle. We are the Beattle Adelby family. As the vessel Mary Beth that we are sharing this message through so jovially calls us. We have one more message to share. It is our divine intention to share this with you in love. For love is truly the only answer that really matters. Any question that you have, that you are pondering, that you are searching for answers for, the answer is always with love, in love, and about love. The love that surrounds you and the love that we bring this threefold flame towards you towards humanity, towards the collective, is something that we wish to bring you as our gift. As we are holders of space, as we are keepers of this flame, 
this flame will expand. Yes, it is three layers wide, but those layers will continue to expand and expand, and the space between each layer will continue to get bigger and bigger, to infinity and beyond. And as we continue working with you, if you feel our vibration and presence, we send it with love. And we thank you for being here and being open to our gift to humanity. For it is our gift as holders and keepers of this threefold flame to support you through every single step. And as we work about in our enclosures that Mary Beth has made for us, know that we are happy. We are happy for we are fulfilling our purpose. And we thank you for being open to fulfill yours. We are the Darkling Beetles, and we send this message with love. I really want to thank the Beattle Adelby family for sharing their message. They have come into my life with such a purpose, and a purpose that I've been able to witness, both with my physical eyes and both with my other senses that is of clear knowing of clear receiving, and these are really powerful beings, so powerful and so beautiful. And as they work about in their little enclosures, they feel happy to me, and they feel like what it feels like to really fulfill a goal. We all have goals in our life, or we all want to come to a point in our life where we fulfill something. And as they are doing the work that they do, they feel like they are fulfilled. Their energy is very quiet, right? The work that they're doing is very quiet. But on the other end, it's very, I guess, loud, right? So they're, they're very quiet, but the energy of what they're doing with the threefold flame is loud, right? It's powerful. And so it reminds me of what the Bird of Balance has said, like, it's kind of like there's two ends to the spectrum, right? And sometimes it's an even balance and sometimes one side is up and the other side is down. But that's what the balance is for that time. And as the Beatles, this beautiful Beattle Adelby family, works with the threefold flame, helping us as humans expand the layers of the flame, expand the three layers. It brings much emotion to my heart, knowing that these tiny little Beatles are so powerful and they're doing this to fulfill their life purpose for us. They're doing it for them and their purpose, but the gift is to us as humans. So the next time you see a beetle outside, I invite you to look at it in a different way and to maybe ask what his or her purpose is, why they've made themselves known to you. Be interesting to hear what might have come through for the insect world is only beginning to come forward in their messages to me they say and i invite you to share any messages you might receive from an insect such as a beetle because they are tiny tiny beings with a powerful powerful purpose so as we close out this time together i wish to thank you from the bottom of my heart and soul it is my divine intention to share all of this with you in direct connection with the highest love and the highest light. Thank you for being here. I send you my warmest love. Have a wonderful day ahead and until next time. Mm -hmm.